Hi there, Christy Lee here. And before we dive into today's episode, I'd love to extend an invitation for you to join me for a free masterclass that I'm running on the 23rd of March. Sack them or save them. Here's what I know after working with small to medium-sized businesses for the last 20 years. Having the right team is the number one way to ensure you've got a successful business and also one that delivers you any sense of freedom. But finding, building and managing that right team, that can be tough. You need to find people that have got the right skills that you need for the right role at the right time. Of course, they've got to be motivated and excited to do the job. And most importantly, they've got to be a great fit for your team because no matter how technically brilliant they are, if their values aren't aligned to yours, well, it's never a long-term prospect. But getting all of those things right is tough. And without all three, you are bound to have some problems. In the Sack Them or Save Them Masterclass, I'm going to walk you through not only figuring out how to figure out what type of employee you've got and what the solution is to do about it, but most importantly, how you can go about taking action to take the next step to turn your current problem child into your next top performer and to really build the amazing team that I know you want for your business. Plus, I'm going to share the five biggest mistakes business owners make when it comes to dealing with challenges with their team and what you can do instead. I'd love for you to join me. It's completely free. Just head over to peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au forward slash masterclass. Register there. Even if you can't make it live, you will have access to a limited time replay. So go ahead and save your seat. peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au forward slash masterclass. Welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee Billet. If you employ staff, engage contractors, or rely on people to help deliver your products or services, you're in the right place. Join us each week as we dive in to uncover what makes people tick, learn the best strategies and tactics to build an amazing team, and most importantly, discover how you, the business owner or leader, can unleash the power of your people to help create the successful business you deserve. Let's get started. Hey there, Christy Lee here and welcome to episode number 104 of the People Powered Business Podcast. I do hope you're having an amazing week and a wonderful day, whether you're joining me sitting at your desk or you're out for a walk or a run. Hopefully the rain has stopped after the weeks of rain that we have had Um, or possibly driving in the car, wherever you're at. I hope you're doing well and having a wonderful week and to our returning listeners, welcome back. Great to have you here. And if you are brand new to the podcast, welcome. It is wonderful to have you listening, and I really know that you are going to enjoy today's episode. If you have a team and you need to figure out how to motivate them, that's what we're chatting about today on the podcast, because how frustrating is it when we have someone on our team who we know has so much potential, who we know is awesome at their job but you feel like you've constantly got to give them a kick up the backside to get anything done. It's kind of like they're just going through the motions. It's frustrating, right? In the last two episodes of the podcast, we've been chatting about different types of problems that we might have with our employees. In episode 102, we talked about when it's so bad, you're going to look for an exit sign and that the challenge is really around someone that doesn't fit in culturally with your business. 
And then last week in episode 103, we talked about dealing with a skills gap when someone doesn't have the skills for the job or when no one in the business has the skills for a job. They're both pretty big challenges. But the challenge that I hear most business owners complain about the most, get frustrated with the most and want help with the most is when someone has the skills, is a great fit, but they actually lack motivation. Oh my God, it's so frustrating. Yeah, we mentioned in the last couple of episodes a free resource, an ebook to help you identify what kind of problem you're actually dealing with and what the solution is. If you haven't yet got your copy, that is still available to you. Just head over to peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au forward slash problem. The link, of course, will be in today's show notes. So if you haven't already got that, please go and grab that free ebook. It's got a great framework in it that really helps you really quickly, actually figure out exactly what type of problem employee that you have. But today we're talking about the challenge of motivation. How do we motivate them? How do we get them excited? How do we get them to do more than just enough? Oh my God, so frustrating. So first today, let's look at how to identify when motivation is an issue because sometimes the signs are a little bit subtle or we kind of misread it and we don't realize that it's actually motivation that's the problem. And then I'm going to share with you three simple but powerful ways to increase motivation with your team. Does that sound good? Would that be of interest to you? And we're also then going to chat about why motivation is actually important. Why does it matter? Do they need to be motivated? Yeah, yeah, they do. So how do you know when you've got a motivation issue on your hands. This is why this can be a little bit subtle, that you may not spot this as a motivation issue, but that's exactly what it is. Some of the signs you're going to see in your team when motivation is sliding down is team members that do just enough. So they do the job, so you can't have a go at them for not doing the job, and they do the job pretty well, but they don't show any initiative, and they certainly don't go above and beyond. They just do what's required to keep themselves out of trouble and nothing more. Those people are not motivated and they're not. What you might think is that they are lazy. 99.9% of the time, that's not the case. There are the odd exception, I won't lie, but most of the time it's a motivation issue. Sometimes these people can be chatty and super social They might get distracted easily, and even worse, they can be absolutely amazingly good. Didn't really get that out very clearly, did I? At distracting others. So everyone loves them because they're a great cultural fit, but they can really frustrate you. And and I know that these behaviors frustrate us as business owners to no end because we're like, can you just stop talking and do your job? (laughs) And we want to create, and and this is where we start to doubt ourselves, you know, is this me, is it them? Because we don't want to create a work environment where no one has fun. That's not the goal. But also there's a limit and there's a line. And if you're spending all day chatting and getting distracted by shiny objects and not getting your work done or just barely getting through your work, That's a challenge. And that is a motivation issue. These people like being at work and they love chatting and socializing, but they're not motivated to do the job right now. That's a problem. You may see a dip in reliability and attendance when motivation starts to slide. We've spoken on the podcast before about one of the key signs of disengagement being high absenteeism. If you've got someone who's using 
all of their sick leave the second that it's available to them, they're not motivated, they're disengaged. And someone who's disengaged has a motivation issue. So the two go hand in hand beautifully. You know that these people are smart, capable, skilled, and you are so frustrated that you are not seeing their best. I think a lot of the time we know we've got a motivation issue on our hands when we are frustrated with someone. It's our reaction that tells us because we can see the gold. We can see that this person has everything we need, but it just feels like every time we actually want them to do more than the bare minimum, we're constantly chasing them or on their backs. And that's not fun as a leader or a manager having to do those things. And so then we get resentful. So you can see it shows up in our behavior too. There's some of the signs that you've got a motivation issue on your hands. Do any of those sound familiar to you? Have you seen those in any of your team either right now or in the past? Super frustrating, right? So once we figured out that actually motivation is the issue, because that's always important, the things that we think are the issue are just the symptom. The real issue is these subtleties and these behaviors. So don't assume, always go a little deeper. But once you've figured out, okay, definitely, I've got a motivation issue on my hands, what can you do about it? And I want to share with you three really simple but very, very powerful ways that you can improve motivation, either with one individual or with your team as a whole. Because I know from experience working with businesses for 10 to 20 years now, this can become a cultural problem very quickly. Because these kind of people are social, they're a part of the team, everyone loves them, they're a great cultural fit, when their motivation changes, they can very quickly influence those around them. And if you're not quick onto it, a one-person motivation issue can become a team-wide motivation issue. I'm thinking of an instance in my history where I actually saw this play out. I was very young into the workforce. I was at uni at the time and secured my first ever office job. And I'd come on board. I didn't really know what I was doing, obviously, to assist this team uh, with a backlog of work. Technology had just changed quite dramatically. And it was going to mean change for them and their jobs. And a couple of the key members of the team were not so happy about this change. And you could, I guess at the time I was studying psychology, so my interest in human behavior was peaked. But I watched these two team leaders frustrated to no end every day at their team. And you could see from an outsider's perspective, it probably wasn't that easy to see from within that team. I wasn't working directly in this team. There was one ringleader and one who she was very close to. Within a period of six months, that entire team was barely functional. And we had we ended up having a team of 10 uni students coming in every night to catch up on their work. I don't know what that cost the business, and it was a big business, so perhaps cost wasn't such a big deal. But you could see it play out. So these people can be very influential because they're connected socially, they're part of the culture, and you can have a bit of a slippery slide. So whether you're dealing with one problem employee who has a motivation issue or a team, these three tactics are super powerful and easy as. Easy. You know what I think? HR should be detailed but not difficult. Nothing should be hard work here. Okay, you ready? Number one, the first powerful tool. You're going to laugh at how easy this is. Talk to them. (laughs) 
Have a conversation. I'm not joking. This, it is that easy. And get really, really curious. I believe curiosity is a superpower. I believe it's my superpower, but I believe we all have the ability to have it to be our superpowers. And so when you go to have a conversation with them, this is not a surface level conversation. This is a conversation where you genuinely want to understand what's making them tick, what's going on here. Now, you could frame up this conversation in a whole range of ways. It could look a little bit like, I've noticed that recently you've been really distracted at work, more than you usually are, and I'm concerned that maybe you're not really not really into work at the moment and I'm seeing that it's not, not really lighting you up like it used to. Tell me more about what's going on. Use open-ended questions. Ask, tell me more. Can you tell me why you're feeling that way? Do you think that there's something leading to that? Ask lots of open-ended questions and give space for answers. The objective of this conversation is to try and understand two things. What's impacting their motivation right now? Is it boredom? Is it a lack of challenge? Is it distraction? Is it something going on at home? I don't know. There could be a million answers. And what they're motivated by right now. And this might be something outside of work that they're motivated towards. That's okay. What is actually going to drive them? Once you understand what motivates someone, and this ties into all sorts of things in your business, reward and recognition programs, positions you offer, succession planning. If you understand what motivates your employees, you can create an environment where they feel motivated to work. So once you understand why they're not motivated right now, you can put in place engagement strategies to flip the switch and to get them back motivated. And once you understand what they're really motivated by, you can align reward and recognition programs, challenges and changes to feed into their motivation. Immediately, by having this conversation, your employee feels valued and heard. That in itself will increase motivation. I'm not joking. It's that simple. But also you now have the knowledge and knowledge is power to know what to do in order to motivate them. So tip number one, it is this simple. Have a curious conversation to understand what's impacting their motivation and what they're really motivated for in their life broadly and at work and in their career right now. Tip number two or strategy number two, if you can make this happen, this is gold. Find a way to align their desires, their motivations, their goals with your company goals and values. If you can tie these two things together, you are bound by every you know, force of the universe to have a highly engaged employee. Now, this is a little trickier. I will admit that it's not always as obvious as a perfect you know, fit. So you do have to sometimes think a little bit you know, more deeply about this and really possibly trial a few different things. But if you can find this combination, perfect, absolute gold. So find your way to align their desires with your goals and values. Now, what does this look like? It could be different for everyone. And that's why having that curious conversation first is so important. 
does this person need challenge right now? Are they feeling, you know, itchy feet, bored, um, stale? Then you need to find a project, a challenge for them to work on, to get their teeth stuck into, to reinvigorate their brain. And that is a beautiful alignment. Is it about creating flexibility for them? Is what they're motivated by right now being actually more available because they were available for their kids throughout COVID and now that they're back in the office, that's become tricky and they're missing that and that's why they're losing motivation at work. Okay, let's understand this. Can we create a way that they can be there for their kids and also there at work? That might mean changing work hours. It might be rejigging things. It might mean creating a different type of flexibility, maybe a hybrid model. Don't throw anything out when you're thinking about these options. You need to be broad and creative and really think laterally. It could be about creating champion roles within your business. This person is really keen to ensure the social fabric of work continues because they missed it over the last two years. Make them the champion of the social club. Make the social club up. <laughs> Doesn't You don't have to have a huge business to have that. And you can have other champion roles. You might have a champion of quality control because there's someone on your team that is so good at making sure everything is perfect and they love it. Make them the champion of that. The champion of maybe your team's particularly interested in looking after the environment. The champion of reducing waste and helping the environment. It doesn't have to be tied into their role. This is where you can think much more laterally. So find a way to align their desires with your goals and values. Perfect, perfect, perfect. And my third piece of advice in terms of motivating your team is to find a way to create a sense of belonging and joint purpose. Look, we know this is especially important for our younger generations, Gen Y, Gen Z, Gen Alpha. They crave, particularly Gen Z and Gen Alpha, this alignment with a purpose, with a bigger picture, something beyond themselves. Now, that doesn't mean your business has to be in social enterprise or in environmental protection or any of those things we traditionally take our mind to. Your business could be in the business of ensuring that your clients are protected in case of emergencies and you will go above and beyond to protect them and to create that protection zone. Maybe you're in insurance. I'm just winging it here. That's a purpose. You can really feed into that. It could be about making sure your clients get the best representation as a legal firm and that, you know, for them personally, that gives great results. It doesn't have to be as big as we think these things have to be, but creating a sense of belonging and purpose. And belonging really can be simple. It can be a common language that you all speak, some common terminology that is unique to your business. It's little things like the use of acronyms that are only relevant in your business, the things that only you do at work that they would miss if they weren't working with you. Little things make a big impact. And my belief is that this is going to become more and more important as we transition out of the global pandemic phase that we've been in and whether or not everyone returns to offices or they stay remote or there's a hybrid model, it, it doesn't matter. People are craving this sense of connection. We are social beings. This is a fundamental need that we have, even us introverts, <laughs> it's fact. Create the sense of belonging so that people feel like they are part of your tribe. They 
fundamentally people love it. And then they become motivated to not only look after those around them, because these are their people, but motivated to do great work, to support this purpose and this team of people that they feel like they belong to. So they're the three top tips that I've got for you. Have a curious conversation, find a way to to align their desires with your goals and create a sense of belonging and purpose. None of those things are going to cost you a cent. None of those things are going to cost you a huge amount of time. But I guarantee you all of those things can have a huge impact on motivating your team. So often we think that motivation needs to be about huge gestures and giving gifts and paying for things. It's generally actually not what our people want. Sure, those things are nice. I'm not saying you shouldn't do them. But we think we need to go bigger to improve motivation. That isn't what's going to do it. So it can literally be that simple. And you may be wondering, is it really that important? What does it matter if my team aren't that motivated? As long as they show up and do an okay job, that'll do, right? I want to share something with you because the stats don't lie. Gallup research conducted in Australia not all that long ago shows us that an engaged team, and just to recap, engagement is motivation in a sense. Someone who is engaged must be motivated or they wouldn't be engaged. An engaged team is 17% more productive and that level of productivity leads to an increase in profitability bottom line results of 21%. So if you think motivation doesn't matter, are you happy to lose 21% profitability? I know I wouldn't be. I'll take that any day of the week rather than trying to make more things, hire more people, serve more clients. Having an engaged team gives me 21% more profitability. Yes, please. I am all in for that. Not only the stats, which are important, but just think about it from your own mental sanity. When your team are motivated, there's an energy about them. There's momentum. The culture is stronger, and obviously the productivity speaks for itself. And I guarantee you, when your team are motivated, you will enjoy your business a whole lot more. No more stressing. No more sleepless nights. No more weekends trying to catch up because the productivity has been terrible this week, you will be able to enjoy your business more when your team feel motivated and engaged. Now, before I go today, I did want to mention that in a couple of weeks, very shortly actually, we're running a free masterclass and I'm going to go deeper on not only motivation and how to motivate your team, but these topics of identifying what type of problem employee you've got the solution, whether it's a motivation strategy, and how to go about implementing those. Plus, I'm going to share the five biggest mistakes business owners make when they find themselves in these scenarios and what you can do instead so that your current problem child becomes your next top performer or even better, you get to avoid having problems altogether. I'd love for you to join me. We're running it on the 23rd of March, 2022. You can register now at peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au forward slash masterclass, link in today's show notes, of course. And if you're catching this after that, head to that page and you'll be able to register for next time we are running this particular masterclass. If you can't make it live, don't stress, there will be replays available for you. So I'd love to see you on the masterclass. So to recap what we've covered today, 
how do we identify when we've got a motivational issue on our hands? Look for the subtle signs. Look for the changes in behavior and look for those distractions that I spoke about. I've shared three simple but powerful ways to increase motivation, curious conversations, alignment with desires and goals, and creating a sense of um, community and belonging and purpose. And we've chatted about why motivation is important. Don't forget, 21% increase in profitability, bottom line results by having a motivated team. It's a no-brainer as far as I'm concerned. So that's it for me for today. I do hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. And don't forget, head over to peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au forward slash masterclass to register for the Sack Them or Save Them Masterclass. Can't wait to see you there.